Welcome to The Inner Room, a study where we review highlights on daily scriptures and focus on the instructions and examples they provide to learn mastery of our emotions, to guide us in our spiritual journey, to learn to pray, worship, and listen to God's will for our lives. Dear friends, I had a flamenco workshop with my dear teacher from Spain that is visiting here in Houston, and I am so filled with joy. It is clear that when we are doing something that God has put in our hearts that we love, it gives him glory. So focus on what those things that give you joy are, because God hasn't given the same talents and the same abilities to everybody, and he wants our joy to be complete. The readings for today start with Isaiah, and I hope that you pick up Isaiah 37. It's just from verses 4 through 7, but I want to read it because if you are afraid of anything, this is a very beautiful thing to read. Thus says the Lord, say to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong, fear not. Here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. Then will the eyes of the blind be opened, the ears of the deaf be cleared, then the lame leap like a stag. Then the tongue of the mute will sing. Streams will burst forth in the desert and rivers in the steep. In the, steep. the burning suns will become pools and the thirsty ground springs of water. And what do we find in the gospel reading for this Sunday is Mark 7, where Jesus has left the district of Tyre and is going into the district of the Decapolis, the ten cities. He goes by way of Sidon, and he's making his way to the Sea of Galilee, where so much of his action takes place. And what happens there? What we hear in Isaiah. A deaf man is brought with a speech impediment, and there's a begging to lay his hands on him. Like a father, he wants us to come to him asking for what we want because that puts our will at work. That sets out a set of actions that create momentum and that sets our, our hearts aligned in the right direction. So he takes him off by himself away from the crowd. Sometimes when we're asking for something, like I've been asking the Lord, please, Lord, show me the next thing. You've said that you were going to bring it to me. And I have found over the last two years, with COVID particularly, that the Lord has taken me off by myself, away from the regular world where I have worked and been, and that he is putting his hands in my heart and shaping parts of it. For example, in the last couple of weeks, I have been working with the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is one of the fruits that I just didn't have enough understanding of in, in the most amazing of ways without knowing why or how the Lord would bring me to this place where he's been instructing me on the sense of trembling and awe of his presence, which also involves repentance. For example, my mother has been moving and out of the attic has come this box of diaries. I've mentioned this in another episode. And in these diaries, I have seen where my heart wa was in my teen years, in my 20s. 
and realized that as I was looking for the answers to how to walk in life, even coming from an education that was full of theology because I went to Catholic school for 12 years, I still was looking for the application of those principles that I saw lived in my own home in the world, particularly when something traumatic happens in your life or for us, for example, leaving as immigrants from one country to another where you're learning a new language in the middle of, of school and you're having to identify as an immigrant in a whole new context and all these questions begin to come because you can't even express yourself fully. So in all of that path, the Lord, as he takes us away by ourselves from our regular environment, he will be putting his fingers into our ears and he will have a very close touch with his own spit touching the tongue of the deaf man. And he says the word, Ephata. Few times we hear the Aramaic word in the Bible, and here Jesus is saying a word that has been preserved when they translated from the Greek into the different languages. As Mark wrote, he decided to leave that word. So use that word when you want something open in your own heart or in the hearts of others that we may be made more fully open to the wisdom of God and to the working of his grace in our lives. In the second reading for today from James 2, we are asked not to have partiality between those who have and those who do not have, between the ones that are coming into the assembly with shabby clothes and the ones that have fine clothes. And the apostle tells us, did not God choose those who are poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who love him? Jesus is going through the, through the ways uh, of uh, the Sea of Galilee from little village to little village. And he's showing no partiality. He is touching those that come his way, that ask for his help. And he's inviting us to do the same. Sometimes we think we have to have a grandiose uh, purpose that really is what God has given us in our midst. The people that are in my flamenco class, the people that are in your walk in the park, the people that are on the parking lot at the supermarket, the people that are in your meeting in the C-suite when you are working on a project of millions of dollars, uh, people that are in the shopping center or in the doctor's office, that is where our purpose is. Just like Jesus extends his hand to a deaf man on the way to the district of the Decapolis. As always, we come to the Psalm, which is 146, to learn how to pray. And we find on verse 1, praise of the Lord, my soul. The, soul remember, the, the psalm remembers the God of Jacob that keeps his faith forever. And he, God, has also made promises to you and to me. First of all, the promises of our baptism, the promises that he's given us through his grace, through the deposit of faith that we are made children of his kingdom but then specific promises as well for me. I will bring it to you. Don't go looking for it. Believe me, I've had a million temptations for that. And then in the psalm we, say, we see 
God is securing justice for the oppressed, giving food to the hungry. He's giving sight to the blind. He's raising those that are bowed down. We learn to pray with the Psalms. So pick up today Isaiah 35. Read how the Lord is coming with vindication and recompense. Do not give up. Keep praying. Jesus is coming your way. And like the um, deaf man, beg to the Lord to lay his hand on the situation that you have today. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving, knowing that you always hear us. When two or more are gathered, you're there too, Father. We ask this morning that you are with us as we intercede for that part of our life that needs to hear Ephatha, that person in our life that needs to hear Ephatha, that situation in our life or in our heart or in our relationship or in our provision or in our health that needs to hear Ephatha, Father, and that in the name of Jesus, that grace that came to the deaf man may come to us today, that we may see your miracles and wonders in our midst. I pray very specially for a very dear friend of mine that is in the hospital today that broke his neck yesterday, Father. Be with him. Hover over him with the doctors, finding the full solution for what is needed there for complete healing in the name of Jesus. And we cover ourselves in the blood of Christ as we make these petitions, knowing that protection from heaven is available, Father. And we give you thanks, and we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.